On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about AI artwork. Are the artificial intelligences taking over the creativity of the world? We're going to find out today. And we're also going to find out that we have a great sponsor here for this episode. And that, of course, is our good friends over at Movo, who make all sorts of great tools for anybody looking to make video with your smartphone or video in general, for that matter. You can get a Movo microphone, a lapel microphone, a wireless microphone. You can even get all sorts of kits for your smartphone that will give you stands and holders and tripods and all sorts of fun stuff so that you can take your phone and become a professional shooter. If you want to be able to do that, then head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo. And with that, Steve... Let's hit that funky music. All righty. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the and it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray, the video guy. He's over Woo! there. And, I am over there. And I'm Steve Sleeper. I'm over here. Wait, no, you're over there. Oh, I'm over here. Wait a minute. Now I'm confused. And yeah. I need a favor. Oh. I need a favor. Uh-oh. Oh, check, boy, here check, we go. Check out my trains. YouTube. It's be yep. train related. Trains. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Check out my YouTube channel, Steve Sleeper Trains. Chugga, 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 chugga. You know what it's about, Ray? That's right. That's what it's about. Trains. Trains. So this week, you've been doing a lot of artwork <laughs> in Facebook. And, and I know sometimes when you get a new piece of software and you're trying to relax a little bit, you know what I'm saying, you know, just kind of clear your mind of stuff, you play around on Facebook with that new piece of software. And so, Heck yeah. you know, you were being, what, Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec this week. <laughs> and Van Gogh. I was the Serrat of Facebook. You were Van Gogh. And, and your mom commented <laughs> that, I don't remember you being artistic as a child. Well, you would be surprised. You know, it's funny because, uh, of course, uh, my particular Facebook, my personal Facebook, is filled with uh, family, real family and friends, mm -hmm. and then filled with like people in the marketing industry. Right. And it was funny because there was a great divide there, right down the middle. Um, half the people that are on my Facebook knew what I was doing with the, you know, using AI software to make amazing paintings, uh -huh. and the other half were blown away <laughs> by the the artistic talents now mind you now mind you mind you um they didn't seem to catch on that i had a james patterson like ability to produce 800 million pieces of fully painted yeah. artwork in like two days yeah <laughs> and that it was and that wow. it was very monet van gogh to, 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 to yeah oh yeah, Andre, yeah like some of them you know, bah, some bah, of them bah. were like hand drawn some yeah. of them were like photorealistic some were complete abstract some were <laughs> yeah 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 i noticed some of the comments the best one was Com your mom. comic like yeah the best one was your mom saying i didn't know you could do this <laughs> Oh, I, I had, and you probably didn't even see all the comments on all the different ones no, I posted. I had all no. sorts of people like, wow, that is really good. When yeah, did you start right. painting? 
Yeah, I saw. I saw <laughs> a few. Two of hours those. ago. Yeah, two hours. I saw a few of those. Um, yeah, and uh, of course I knew what was going on, but. Uh, and, yeah. and by the way, if you didn't catch my James Patterson uh, comment, or if you did, and you're like, "What's he talking about?" Go look up James Patterson's list of books. Um, what he he is an author, obviously. He has written many books, uh-huh. but. If you look at the books he's quote unquote written, <laughs> it's it comes out to like like eight full novels a year or something crazy like that or ten full novels a year because he's always got co-authors. So what he's basically oh, doing is okay. other people are writing and then basically you know hiring him to be the quote unquote co-author on these books so that he I can see. produce eight hundred million books in in you know a period of ten years. But uh, it, it's kind of the same thing with this AI stuff. I mean, it, it's it's really, really cool, and I've had way too much fun with it. But we're talking about it today not just because it's an interesting piece of tech, not only because we can do some fun things and get a laugh and have some fun, uh, which, by the way, I've used many of these tools, some of which were, I, I mean, just, wow, uh, <laughs> not worth mentioning other than to make a good joke out of it, but dead useful dead stinking useful and and we'll talk about why it's it's dead useful in in a little bit but think about the stuff that you could do when you can create your own artwork because how often do you need to create ads for facebook well let me ask let me ask first of all what's the name of the software so the software that i've been using over the last few days is called uh graphics but it's spelled g-r-a-i-p-h-i-c-s so graphics and you can check it out. You can go to uh, raythevideoguy.com slash G-R-A-I-P-H-I-C-S, graphics, um, and you can check it out. You can see I've got a video up there showing some of my stuff and what I'm doing and some samples and things like that. Plus, I think Josh's video of, of the product is on there as well. So check it out because it, it, it's absolutely stunning. And and I've used a few. I've tried a few uh, popular ones and <laughs> – they were so bad. Uh, I, I even posted a contest on my Facebook a couple of weeks ago where I, I had created an image of Count Dracula. And what I got was this weird. Oh, that. I mean, it was this guy in a kind of like a hoodie, it looked like. And, you know, it was this distorted, weird looking dude. Protest. And Protest. you couldn't tell what the heck it was. And so I put it up there. I said, you know, I made a contest. I can't remember what I gave away, but if you could figure out who it was, nobody figured out who it was. I had to tell them eventually. But yeah, people made all sorts of guesses. Um, but yeah, it looked very, very, very strange. Uh, and don't get me wrong. Some of the other ones that I've used actually produced some pretty good stuff. There was one, uh, and I can't recall the name of that particular software, but you, you did it through Discord. So you had to go into Discord. And you put in like uh, slash images and then put what you wanted in or make your image. And that one did a really good job. The only problem was there was like 900 and I'm not joking when I say there's like 900,000 other people in this discord group. So they're all doing it. So after you're done, I, I would spend an hour trying to figure out where the heck the things I did went. I couldn't find them. Yeah. I finally figured out eventually how you can get access to them. But, you know, it was it was just um uh, it was not uh, user friendly because of that, but at the same time, it, it did a pretty good job. Um, and then, of course, then it's like, okay, you've tested it out enough times. Now you need to pay us, you know, five hundred bucks or whatever. Um, and I was like, okay, no thanks, <laughs> move on. 
But fortunately, our buddy Josh Zamora, in fact, on the day that I made that grotesque drag, actually, I'm sorry, on the day that I started making those nicer ones with the Discord one, I posted on Facebook. I said, well, get ready because there's going to be a deluge of of new uh, AI art software is coming to JVZoo anytime soon. And uh, wouldn't you know it? There it is. The first one is already here. Uh-huh. And I happen to know that Todd Gross has one coming, and I know of a third one that's coming as well. So already got three of them. In fact, one, uh, there was a software that I actually reviewed and didn't notice this, but I believe in there one of the tools was an AI art creator, and I didn't even notice it in there. So that's that's four already since I made that prediction in like two weeks ago. So within two weeks, we already have like four of these things out there. But uh, Josh – Gave me uh, a chance to look at his and to test it out. And, man, I've been making some what I think are some fantastic pieces of artwork. Uh, silly, sometimes creative, sometimes scary. But the great thing about it is, you know, aside from the fun I've had and fooling some people into thinking I've become, <laughs> I've become this. Uh, oh, did you, St- Steve, did you see the uh, Thomas Kincaid style I ones did. that I made? Yeah, I did. Those were actually really good. <laughs> those came out very, very good. There's these colorful cottages on the water, yeah, you know, yeah, Thomas awesome. Kincaid style. Um, I was kind but, of I was kind of rolling my eyes at each one because I just <laughs> I knew you just I, I knew what it was. It was a new shiny object, and you were having fun, you know. So you know, yeah, yes. But I was obviously over the top on Facebook, being yeah. I'm taking my artistic skills and have decided yeah. to do a you know this style today and yeah. come up with some artwork. And That's where I like, was rolling my eyes. Know. I'm like, oh, geez, <laughs> not again. <laughs> but, but yeah, so and uh, literally over the course of two days, I put out like eighty pieces of artwork on facebook um and and by the way that is not nearly all the ones that i've created then or since so but there's a lot more use to it than just you know making cool pictures and and believe me we're actually gonna i'm gonna gonna use some of these to i'm gonna go to office uh, depot over here or actually office max and um, have some bigger prints made of some of these so that we can actually hang them as artwork here at the office because some of them were pretty darn good and some of the ones that were um, like scarier and stuff are going to be used in the escape rooms. For right. instance, we have a, an escape room where it's um, a serial killer. You, you're you're coming on a beach vacation and you get you realize you're locked in, and it's because it's a serial killer's lair, and he's obsessed with clowns. And so I made these scary clowns, but I made this really cool puzzle where you go into the room and there's pictures on the wall of clowns, like one of the. One of the pictures has two clowns. One of them has six clowns. One of them has three clowns. One of them has seven clowns. And you have to figure out, based on the number of clowns, those are numbers to unlock something. That's a secret code. But you got to figure out, oh, wait, there's seven clowns in this one. That must be a number I need. Oh, there's two in this one. And then you got to figure out the order by solving the puzzle. But I was able to make those clowns using the software in two minutes. Now, um, this is not a new clue. We actually did this last year. And I was able to put that together, but the problem was the I had the hardest time finding the a picture with the number of clowns that I needed. I mean, try and find a, a picture of seven clowns, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not out there. Yeah. And I think I finally found something on Google that was like, oh, there's seven clowns in this one, and I just stole it and printed it out, and it was a terrible picture. But, you know, I, I did what I could. Well, with this, I was just able to say – and, and they weren't scary clowns. They were just clowns. Well, yeah. now I was able to do scary, evil, dark clowns, you know, in black and white or whatever and, and get those prints. And I was able to get 
you know, six clowns in a picture and seven clowns so, in a so picture. So Graphics was able to send yes. in the clowns. Send in the clowns. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, it did a, it did a great job. And what's great about it is, you know, you, you create these things and if you like them, you can up-res them to any size because it's based off of, you know, algorithmic sort of things, I guess. And so they can then go, oh, okay, you want this exact algorithm, but bigger. And so they make it bigger and they blow it up for you. So you got a nice high quality version of it. So you don't, you know, uh, you got a web version of it when you create it basically. And then you can blow it up and, and get a nice good size of it. And it doesn't just do paintings uh, and drawings and things like that. It actually does photographic work too. And for instance, I don't know if you saw Steve, when I posted uh, uh, photos of, of spaghetti, you know, I, I yeah, just typed in okay, spaghetti yeah. and meatballs and I came up with, Photograph, and I don't know if these are based. I don't know how they create these. If it's three dimensional, uh, you know, if it's three D rendered and it just looks really good, or how they do it. But it was pictures of spaghetti and meatballs, and they were really, really nice pictures. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Can't believe this. And of course, Josh made some great ones. Like he's got an ad running right now, and you know, it's it's a, it shows like a living room, and there's an elephant holding up a table, and he's like, yep, this was created inside of graphics. And uh, then he did another one. You know, he did a, it was like a, a, a glass of beer and some stuff in front of it, like some peanuts or something. I can't remember, but created that in graphics and was able to put his stuff in the little dead space next to the beer and make a little ad out of it. So you can make some really good stuff. Facebook covers. You know, if you need a Facebook cover, you can do that. Like, for instance, uh, one of the great things for it, um, one of the things I saw was somebody, they needed a picture of the Eiffel Tower in front of a, a river or whatever. I can't remember what it was. And they showed in iStock some photos that were there that you could get. And they were whatever iStock's charging $20 per download or whatever. And they were able to just type in the same thing. And whoop, there it is. Got a picture of the Eiffel Tower. And it's, you know, in front of the river and got the reflection. And, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Didn't cost anything other than, you know, the fact that you might have paid for graphics at some point. Right. But, right. I mean, just brilliant. Absolute brilliance. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, so it's got, I mean, just think of any application for graphics, anything you're doing online, social media, you know, I suppose even a website, if you, you know, depending on what you need. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, graphics for a website. I even typed in, um, I typed in Loganville, Georgia, just to see, and it actually did come up with some, some stuff. Now, obviously, it's not real pictures of Loganville, Georgia, but it was like a picture of a town, you know. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is not, not too bad, not too bad. And, um, obviously, you know, if you type in something famous enough, um, trying to think of what, I, what I put in there that was famous and I was like, wow, that really is it. Yeah. Um, there was a few things, but, uh, you know, it doesn't, the Eiffel Tower one was a great example. I'm sure if you typed in, you know, the White House or something, you'd probably come up with a nice picture of the White House in Washington and, um, you know, if you typed in mountains, you could get a mountain scene. If you t just typed in stream or river or, or ocean, you know, I, I did see some that were ocean shots. You know, it was just shots of the ocean. Boop, there you go, shot of the ocean. And again, you can make it photorealistic. You can make it th look 3D rendered. You could have uh, paintings of different times, types, oil paintings and water paints. Um, you can choose the artistic styling. So it, it literally has a drop down and you can say Leonardo da Vinci or, um, you know, Picasso or uh, Thomas Kincaid. Uh, there's even one that I used a lot, Tim Burton. 
And I don't know if Tim Burton actually is an artist. I, I, I mean, obviously he's a film producer and director, but maybe he's an artist as well because his stylings are in there. And I'll tell you, some of the most fantastic things I created in there, I think, were using the uh, the uh, um, uh, Tim Burton filter oh. you know, in the style of Tim Burton. And it created some really cool stuff, especially for some of the Halloween-related stuff. I put in, I think I put in like, um, you know, scary doll, Tim Burton style, and it came up with some incredible, looked like uh, pastel chalk drawings maybe, um, was what I did with that, and I can't recall now. But, I mean, just, I mean, they were fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And, again, this takes literally seconds to do. And if you need something for your website, if you need something for an ad, if you need something for your Facebook banner, Facebook posts, and you're not going to be able to get it, this is the, the thing to do. Um, an example I put this morning is, you know, imagine, you know, the the, the um, one ad that Josh put out with the elephant holding up the table and all that kind of stuff. You know, we've seen ads that are crazy like that, you know, like weird pictures of, of strange things. Well, you know, how do these companies do these things? Well, they either have somebody that gets the right pictures to be able to sit and Photoshop it together till it's really good, which costs a fortune. Or they might go out and actually shoot something that is completely off the wall that you wouldn't normally see in, in everyday life and create it that way. Again, very expensive to stage those types of things. Or in your AI, you can type something in and hopefully get you know a, a nice picture that matches that. And, and the reason I say hopefully, Steve, is is the one the one thing we do have to understand is you're not going to get 100% perfect stuff all the time. You know, you're going to get some weird things sometimes, especially because in at least in graphics, it's got a creativity slider so you can make it more or less creative. And, the you know, the more creative you get, the weirder some of the stuff might be that you get back. If you saw my uh, alien paintings eating the hamburger, uh, uh-huh. very, yeah. very strange, strange things on purpose. I meant them to be strange, but I put up the creativity. I made it strange and it came up with really wacky and you know, this weird alien uh, trying to eat a hamburger, and then there was another one with the alien, and he had a hamburger for, on it. I don't know if it was for his head or if it was just in front of his head, but um, just weird stuff. So you're going to get some mixed results sometimes, but the thing is you can always redo it. So what what happens typically is when you put something in, like let's say you said, um, you know, alien spaceship over the White House, uh, comic, you know, some sort of drawing style in this whatever – it's going to give you three images. It's going to make three of them. And you can set that to, I think you can set it to one. I've never changed it off of three, but you could change that. You can say six, you, can, you know, whatever. But by default, it's at three. It's going to create three versions or three unique pieces. And then you can look at them and go, yeah, perfect. Um, but you can also look at it and go, you know what? I like this third one, but yeah, it's not exactly what I want. But you can then click on that. And you can say you want variations of that, and it's going to create new variations that are very similar to what it created. And so you'll get more things like that. And you may have noticed that if you looked at my um, some of my original ones with the evil clowns, not the ones recently with you know the seven clowns and the six clowns, but just the original one when I did evil clown, I made like you know ten different versions. It made three to start, and then I made I, you know from there I developed even more of them and came out with like ten or twelve of these uh, evil clown images, and they're all fantastic. I love them. I'm going to be using those in the escape room just as decorations um, because I thought they were very cool. But, I mean, it's this is a an incredible new thing. Um, there was 
I want to say it was in Colorado, maybe somewhere out west, I believe. Uh, about a month ago, there was a, a very prestigious art contest, and the winner was an AI-generated piece of art. Wow! And I don't know, I don't know if the judges knew that at the time or not, if that it was AI-generated, but this AI-generated artwork won the competition. And you know, there's some people very angry about this, <laughs> some people excited about it. Uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Well, I can, I can see why the ones that actually, um, you know, painted would be a little uh, upset about that. Yeah, I can, because literally anybody can then be an artist. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And when everybody's an artist, nobody's an nobody's artist. Nobody's an artist. Yeah. So. Or as your mom said. I don't remember you having artistic ability. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Now, the one thing it can't do, of course, is like presentation art and sculptures, but I'm sure that's probably coming someday, too. I, I think we call that 3D printing. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that probably is. You're right. So and, and you know, we've we've kind of seen this go down this road for a while. And now it's literally, you know, artificial intelligence is doing it. But if you go back into the past, um, it's not a whole lot different than some of these softwares that did these things for you before. You know, I, I remember uh, Joey Zoto, you know, he has that great software where you put in what you, you kind of put in the things you want and it makes these animated logo things for you and whatnot. You know, it's not artificial intelligence, although I bet you that's coming. Yeah. But it, you know, it was the, a similar type of thing. You no longer needed to have some you know, After Effects designer doing these things for you. You can just go in on the website and kind of figure out an animation you like, tell them what logo you're using, and it would create the whole thing for you. And so that was kind of the beginning of that. And I would imagine uh, sometime soon you won't even have to use what they've created. You'll probably go in there and put in your logo and say, I want an animation of my logo where, you know, the logo flies around the White House and then comes up full screen and says, you know, www.whatever.com. Yeah, uh, I, I would imagine that is probably coming next. Yeah. And then at some point in time, who knows, maybe it'll be, you know, entire videos. I need a I need a cartoon style video, you know, that does this, that and the other thing. And, and even that's getting there, too, because you, if you think about it, artificial intelligence script creators that people have been using, artificial intelligence uh, voiceovers that people have been using. So all of these things have been coming along and, and doing really well for the last couple of years or so. And I would just imagine that that's going to get even more, um, you know, more prevalent. usable. Prevalent. Yeah, and more prevalent usable. over the next couple of years. Yeah. And think about that. If, you know, you need to do an entire cre uh, an entire explainer video. You can just kind of put in your script, tell it what you want it to look like, and boom, it's going to just create this whole you know, this whole video for you. I, I would assume it'll pro it's probably going to start with, you know, animated type stuff and then eventually probably move into the whole world of, you know, real looking human avatars. And we've already seen some of those come in too. Mm -hmm. um, Todd Gross had a, an avatar based thing where you would put in either a, a text to speech or you could record your own voiceover, pick a person and that person would be on screen talking your script. <laughs> yeah, I, I use that all the time, Synthesis AI. And then yep. he's got other stuff, too, that he's developed, but I've just stayed with Synthesis yep. AI. Yep, and I, I've done things where, you know, I've I've had Abraham Lincoln reading stuff and, you know, all sorts of stuff. So it is getting there, and we're going to be able to use this in a lot of the, 
you know, artistic stuff that we do, a lot of the graphics that we create in the videos that we create. Um, you know, one of the other things that uh, graphics will do is it will create um, uh, what it calls, I think it says like uh, house interiors or something like that. Mm. And you can tell it, I want a, an office with a brick wall and, and a desk and a window on the side and a big monitor on the wall. And it's going to create that for you. And, um, you know, I've done that a few times to come up with like green screen backgrounds. Cool. And I've already created some of those too. Now, some of them were wacky and weird, you know, like just cause you tell something to put, <laughs> to create brick walls, a window and a TV, you know, that doesn't, if it's going to be creative, it's going to be creative. And, and, you know, so you may get the TV covering over half the window or whatever. So you have to get very specific and you have to try a few things, but I was able to make some great backgrounds. You know, I was able to make some, some just uh, background backgrounds just said, you know, brick background, Boop, made a big brick background for me. Very simple and very easy. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with this that you might not even think are possible until you really get your, your hands in there. And what's great about Josh's software, by the way, not only do you have the ability to go in there and say, you know, uh, give me a picture of four evil looking clowns, you know, portrait mode in the style of Leonardo da Vinci. Wow. But wow. it's got <laughs> it's got um, uh, a wizard in there, too. So. Yeah, wizard meaning like, you know, not not like a guy with a wand, but like, a, you know, a, a creation wizard. So you click on the little magic wand button and it opens up a thing and it says, you know, what do you want to create? What's the style? And you can ch- drop down and choose the style you want. Painting, photorealism, you know, whatever. Sketch drawing, cartoon, child drawing, whatever. You can choose that. Then you can choose who you want it to style after Leonardo da Vinci, uh, Tim Burton, Thomas Kincaid. There's a whole bunch of those in there. And then you can choose a couple more things like the mood, you know, happy, cheerful, sad, angry. You choose that and then colorful, dark. And so then that builds this thing that you want to create for you. And then you run it and then it's going to create that. And that's really cool. But he also has an area in there. um, I don't want to call them templates, but it, it kind of like templates it's already got stuff that's ready to go in there that you can create. And it's got examples, you know, so for instance, like the food thing, it's got a, it's got an area called food photographs and you can go in there and you say, well, what kind of food and, you know, answer a couple questions and whoop, it creates the food shots for you. Cool. Um, it's got, you know, anime. So if you want to create an anime style thing and you know, put that in, put in, answer the questions, hit the button and you'll get an anime uh, piece of artwork. So it's it's very, very cool. And I, for one, am very excited about it. I haven't even used the preset area or whatever you called it in there um, much at all yet. I've kind of messed around with it a little tiny bit, but not much. I've done all the things that I'm doing completely from scratch so far. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just it, it blows me away. It blows me away. And this could be stuff that you could use for backgrounds in your videos if you're making videos. Um, you know, you might be able to use it as a, um, a lower thirds in your video. You know, there's a lot of different things that you could do with that just by getting a little bit creative with it. Um, if you need a, a picture in your video in the middle of it, like you're talking about something and you need a picture, generate a picture with AI and stick it in there. You know, I'm talking about, uh, talking about, you know, um, um, pills, you know, I'm saying that because we work with the uh, a bunch of doctors and they're always making videos that where they're talking about pills. 
you could generate your own picture of a pill bottle with pills if you can't find ones that you like, or maybe you've used all the ones that you could find. Now you got a new one you can create. A lot of different things you can do. A lot of things you can do. Cool. Create trains. Trains, yeah, trains. I don't have to go out and rail fan anymore. That's right. Right, mm. you could just print it out and like stick it in front of your face and go move it across your point of view. That's right. Or turn your head. Yeah. Yeah, that that uh, probably wouldn't work for me, mostly because uh, the the name of the uh, game is to get out of the house and go do some, get out of the office and go do something. You know, that's overrated. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, especially for you. What, what do you you get in about five in the morning and you go home at three in the morning or something like that? Yeah. Not quite, not quite. Usually, I get here, you know, eight o'clock or so. Sometimes nine o'clock, maybe. Uh, but if I get here at nine, it means I was doing stuff beforehand at home on my laptop or something. <laughs> yeah. But I get here about nine, and and yeah, most days it's been till two a.m. or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. but that's clearing up now that we've got uh, we've got our new editor Sarah, who's sitting across the room from me right now. Okay. Oh, we got an assist. Well, we had an assistant. Well, we will have another assistant again very soon. Uh-huh. And so hopefully that means that uh, I won't be spending that many hours doing stuff, but. Um, for those of you who don't know, and we've talked about this a little bit before, um, we've started a new TV network, uh, and it is a real estate-related TV network. And so we're shooting content like every single day for it. Uh, most of the content that we're shooting right now is we get uh, a, an expert from a local area and one host, and we look at deals in that area. So, for instance, if they're from Miami, you know, we'll have a host, we'll have the expert from Miami on, and we will look at deals that are in Miami. We'll literally pull up houses and be like, okay, well, let's take a look at this one. And, oh, well, I can see they, they want 299000 for this one. But look, it's got a hole in the roof. And, you know, um, it's just a very back and forth, very, it's very basic filler type content while we build more traditional television shows to go around it. Um, I was out in Vegas two weeks ago. I'll be out in Vegas again in another couple of weeks where we shot uh, six episodes of a new program uh, that is kind of, it's a Shark Tank-like show for real estate investing. So it's people come up and they present their real estate deals and the investors decide whether it's a good deal and whether they're going to invest in it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit different in that one person comes out and presents their deal. They say, okay, well, we'll take a look at that, and they discuss it. They bring in another person with a deal. They discuss it. Bring in another person, discuss it. And um, theoretically, in every show, somebody's deal is going to get funded. So they bring back all three of them at the end, and then they eliminate one, and then they go through the the last two. They may do some back and forth. Well, what if we did 6%? Okay, great. And then they, boom, they pick a winner. And uh, it's pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. And we've got um, yeah, a bunch like fun. of – yeah, and we got a bunch of really good real estate professionals. Uh, one of the panelists is is uh, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, so he's on there. Oh. Um, so it's you know it, it's it's coming out pretty good. Um, I'm editing the first episode right now because we are you know shoestring budget, so I'm literally editing the entire series right now by myself, <laughs> including creating all the graphics and getting the voiceovers and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, you know. The, the good thing is that the, the team that shot it did an excellent job. Um, you know, they, they were very, very professional and everything went pretty smoothly. A couple things to iron out for the next time. 
um, that I'd like to see done differently. There was some B-roll type stuff that I wasn't physically there to see how it was being done, and I wasn't super excited by some of that. I think it could be a lot better. Um, but, you know, the, the actual stuff in the studio was fantastic, so all that came out nice, and we got the music now, and we're working on the graphics and the opens, and keeping me busy. Yeah. Keeping me busy. I think and so. On top, and on top of that, I'm, you know, doing the uh, the shows almost every day, although Sarah's doing a lot of those now, too. But sometimes um, I have to be either the host or the guest on the show, which I don't want to be. But sometimes that happens uh, just because, you know, we, we don't have anybody and we need to get more content done. So I'll be the guy on there saying, well, you know, look at that bathroom. Those tiles are old. They need to replace that. And Yeah, you know, right, kind of right, right, right. Exactly. Which is fun. I don't, I don't mind doing it, per se. I actually kind of enjoy it. But it's not, you know, it's not really where I... I should be we should be having you know real real estate experts on doing that kind of stuff that's right uh, whereas i'm still a minor player in in that part of the uh the world so uh but it's very good stuff and we're having a lot of fun doing it and uh we've got it it's it's currently live on uh on roku and fire and apple tv um and we're starting to get viewers so it's very good stuff how about Movo? Do they help you uh, make videos? Well, I'll tell you something, Steve. Movo definitely helps out with that because when we're shooting these shows, we're actually using some things from Movo, like Movo microphones. Now, not every microphone is a Movo microphone on there, but many of them are, especially if they're from in here. And Movo makes amazing microphones, not just for when you go out shooting with your camera or your smartphone or your DSLR, but also for your desktops. If you're recording a podcast or you're doing a TV show, you can get the UM700 or the UM300, which are beautiful microphones for a great price, USB-based, and they do a great job recording good quality audio right on your computer. And, of course, they've got all the stuff for you when you're mobile, your, your wireless microphones, your lapel microphones, and a whole lot more. Be sure to check them out over at raiselinks.com slash movo. Movo. So check them out. And with that, Steve, we should also check out our song. Our song. Are we ready for our, our song? song. Let's hit the song. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 